0: Coming to you raw and uncut, Uncut. streaming around the world, world. from the wilds of British Columbia, Canada. Considered one of the industry's top players by the biggest tech companies on the planet. Your go-to source for e-commerce supremacy and your host of e-commerce all-stars, Brendan Moskwa. oh thank you everyone for joining today make sure you hit that subscribe button yes that's right hit that subscribe button right now to subscribe to this podcast uh, make sure you also head over to my website nadimo.com n-a-d-i-m-o.com for some excellent resources guides webinars you name it it's there for you for free enjoy the show Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining today's podcast with your host, Brandon Moskwa. I'm excited today because I'm going to be talking to you about how to hire a development company. Now, of course, I'm a development company ourselves um, and a commerce consultancy. That said, um, the reason I want to talk to you about hiring a, a development, not so much a development company, but a, de- a developer um, is because in many cases there are many cases, if you have a development firm on hand, it could save you a considerable amount of money to to downsize that to one reliable developer or a developer and a e-commerce consultant like myself, of course. Um, but that said, I guess what I'm getting at here is there are opportunities out there to hire a decent developer at a, at a rate that's going to work for you um, as opposed to some of the high rates that the firms charge out at, uh, bill out at, and save yourself some money and still have an amazing e-commerce operation. So um, the first thing you want to do is identify the skill sets that you're going to need. So you need to evaluate what platform you're on. Are you using an open source platform? If you are, that's fantastic because you've got unlimited capabilities of what you can do. You also have over twenty access to over 27 million different developers if you're on an open source platform, um, as opposed to something like Shopify or something like that. That said, um, sometimes it's just not in your cards to, to move off of Shopify um, at the time. And so you're, you need to try and evaluate what you're going to do with remaining on the Shopify platform. So you need to know what the platform is, because the platform is going to allow you to identify who and what you're looking for in the developer. Um, and so for example, if you hire a PHP developer or an open source developer for Magento or for even for commerce, you're going to get a mix match because the problem is, is that you need to find somebody still who is very familiar with e-commerce and very familiar with, specifically with the platform of choosing. Um, I have ran into a lot of companies that have a sites built on WordPress and then WooCommerce as a back as a plug, uh, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, although the thing to keep in mind with that is just because a developer knows WordPress does not mean that they know WooCommerce or the intricacies of the e-commerce space uh, and development space. So, just because there's 27 million developers in open source available, that does not necessarily mean, even though it's a fact I love to use, it does not necessarily mean that there's 27 million developers out there who are going to understand and be able to deliver for you. So, I mean, you do have to keep that in mind. That said, um, there are different ways you can bring them on. If, for example, you have a developer on staff, or access to a developer who knows the intricacies, he can bring them up to speed very quickly um, in many ways. If if they're familiar with the platform, like WordPress and WooCommerce, if they're familiar with the platform, but not necessarily at an, an expert level, and you're looking to hire one specific developer who's going to be able to execute on on all cases. Um, for example, let's use the example as a of a restaurant um, if you want to ha- hire a, your master chef, but you can't quite afford a master chef, sometimes you bring in a chef, a master chef to help train your sous chef who's going to then take the role in Reigns. Um, so those are different ways to do it. Um, so one way is to bring on an expert specifically in that space. Now, if you already have a developer on board or a development firm, uh, in many ways, there's got you can migrate and, and utilize the existing resources that are available to you to bring this person up to speed. And in other cases, you may not be able to do that. Um, but regardless, what you want to do is find somebody with the skill sets that you require. And like I said, platform first. So make sure they know they know that that platform inside and out. And there's different ways you can do to test these people out to see if they truly know throughout the interview process, truly know what they need to know to do that. Um, now, you can, you know, look at some of the sites, for example, of things that you want to replicate or do with your site. And in the interview process, ask them how would they go about creating this kind of functionality that you're dreaming of or you have an example of um, and see what their answers are. And again, this is... I know that there's a lot of developers overseas and there's a lot of developers in, With depending on where you're listening to this from, within the United States or within uh, Europe or, or even if in Canada, wherever, there are a lot of developers all within your own country and within your own locale as well. I mean, there's 27 million open source developers out there. Of course, there's going to be a lot within your locale. That said, I don't necessarily recommend hiring somebody who's going to work out of your given office. Um, I mean, developers are a unique breed in their own, or they personally, a lot of them prefer to work nights or work different crazy weird hours. Um, you know, it just all depends. And so, the thing about it though is, you do, with that in mind, one thing you do need to make sure of is that you can get a hold of them when you need to get a hold of them. So, if you're hiring somebody overseas from where you are and they're on a completely different time zone, that's okay as long as when you make sign that agreement or contract with them, they are going to be working in that your time zone. So you can reach them should a problem happen to your site uh, or you just need to urgently reach them and you don't want to have to be waiting till, you know, the very the next day in some cases or, or late, late at night, your time or whatever the, the situation may be. Um, so you make sure that you, they will be available in your time zone. Okay. Um, I am not a fan of hiring agencies. Now, of course I am in a way I'm an agency myself, but I don't, we don't necessarily act as one. We, I'm the, typically the point person for every, everybody. Um, and so therefore if a developer needs, is needed, I'm the one re- reaching out and making sure that they're available and problems, and issues that arise. Um, and the reason for that is so that I can have, so that I can, insure, it's quality assurance essentially is why I do it that way. That said, when you're hiring a developer, A, look for the right platform and expertise within that platform. And secondly, look for availability in your given time zone. That is a very, very important aspect to make sure of. Um, and that they'll be available to you Um, and then then thirdly you need to make sure and this is just as important as the rest but you need to make sure you're able to communicate well with them now I'll be honest with you um, you don't necessarily need to be able to pick up the phone and talk to them Um, some designers like to be able to do that Um, and as long as you know if your designer needs that capability that that ability to pick up the phone and talk to them and make sure that that's that's set forth when you're hiring this individual. That said, I do believe that it can be done and can be done very well um, in today's technology age that they not not need to be available by phone. Therefore, their English does not necessarily need to be spoken English um, as a... What's the word I'm looking for? Their native tongue does not need to be English or whichever language you're, you speak. It can be whichever they, they, they need it to be. But as long as they, you do need to make sure that even when you're typing back and forth, that they're not necessarily using a translator because though there's still a lot of room for error if you're just typing messages back and forth, and it can get time-consuming as well. So some cases, being able to pick up the phone and have a quick conversation with that individual is critical and is essential um, to the success. So you have to determine what your requirements are going to be in that regards. Um, Again, uh, to me, it's more a matter of making sure you've got the right skill sets on board and the abilities to reach and get in contact with that individual. And then for the two of you to be able to not necessarily speak the same language, but speak the same language so to speak i mean you need to be able you need to be able to communicate flawlessly uh without uh without any issue and i mean i've had just as much troubles with english to english um canadian to canadian developer as i have had with with english to ukrainian or or what have you um on uh, via Skype messages. So it's really a matter of how you want to communicate with that individual, what level of comfort you have with the various communication tools and that sort of thing. So again, it's one, get, them all, get someone with the right platform experience and experience like right experience level within that platform. Hire somebody who's available in your time zone and your, your working day and hire somebody who has, uh, then you have to focus on communication being a very integral part of, of the operation um, and ability to work work as a team. Now, teamwork with developers, I think is important to some extent. Teamwork with developers is very difficult. I think of it more, I mean, baseball is a very team oriented piece. However, when it comes to, and I'm a baseball fanatic, and I an well, used to be a scout for this, uh, for the, <laughs> I ran into on who I used to scout for, for the San Diego Padres. That said, the thing about it you need to remember there is that um, baseball is a team sport, but it's also a very individual sport, and I think that's the same within the development space. Developers work individually very, very well, typically speaking. Um, Their skill sets do not typically expand into a very good teamwork environment. Now, that said, they need to be able to utilize various tools to be part of the team. So if you guys use Slack and that's where you want to be able to communicate, that's where you want to have those team uh, team chats or what have you, uh, those types of things need to be there and they need to also be able to take instruction well that said I find that the best developers are those who also think outside the box now finding developers who think outside the box is not necessarily something that comes easy okay this is where you start to really really have to search hard um, and that's why I was saying throw some twists at them on very diff you know pieces that you know are very difficult to. Get to Implement and maybe not something necessarily you want to implement on your site, but you know for a fact that it's difficult or that previous development companies have had issues trying to do something. Ask them how they would do that. Ask them to think outside the box on it. Um, in many cases, if you have a an e-commerce professional with a tech savvy side like myself, anyway, then you're going to have the ability to 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 utilize that outside-of-the-box level of thinking, too, to help assist the developer in thinking outside the box because the developer has trained. He's been trained on ones and zeros, ones and zeros. I mean, if X, then Y. If Y, then Z. Like, A's and B's and very simple. Simplicity. But, I mean, develop code gets very compl- complex but it starts off the whole computer runs on ones and zeros, binary code. So, you got to remember that that is the, the method of thinking that a lot of developers start with. Um, so, those are my tips in regards to what, how to go about finding a developer. Um, there are all kinds of resources online. You can post an ad in the typical format. You can post, a lot of the time, I find just posting on LinkedIn saying, Hey, I'm looking for a developer with these skill sets. Now that said that you're going to get a whole schwack of people. Um, the other side is you can use some of those, uh, tools like Upwork, um, and, and those hiring platforms that way. Um, now there are tricks to that as well. Um, so that you don't get inundated with, with various agencies where you never really know who's actually working on your project. Um, And you know the communication channels may be diluted because there's multiple people involved. Um, But at the same vein, um, there's the old fashioned post an ad, there's the uh, put a post out or comments out on LinkedIn and see what, what hits and catches. Um, There's also the, the uh, classified ads online on Kijiji or what have you's. Uh, that's if you're looking for someone a little more local, typically speaking. And then lastly, um, the Upworks, and not in that order by any means, Upworks or online um, ch- uh, resources like that, where you can hire them and pay them all throughout that, th- within that, that specific tool. Uh, so that's, that's my thoughts. Um, hopefully that helped. Um, take care, and we'll talk to you very soon.